Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. everyone. Thanks for joining me today on episode 123 of Beyond Retirement. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the ideas that Diana Place discussed last week. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I urge you to stop now and go back and listen to it. For those of you who stuck around, and for the rest of you who've now rejoined us, I'll give you a quick review of what Diana had to say. She's the founder of Third Act Quest, and her goal is to help people figure out what they're passionate about in their later years. The first thing I want to do is emphasize that Diana's business name, Third Act Quest, is not related to the standard idea that life comes in three stages, first school, then work, then retirement. She's designed her business more around the structure of a play, where the third act is the one where the hero has gone through all the troubles and and battled his foes, and he's now ready to receive the spoils of victory, so to speak. Your third act is where you put together all the experiences of your lifetime, find some clarity, and design a life that fuels your passion. And, as Diana says, if this passion can also fill your bank account, you've got it made. One of the topics Diana talked about that I want to explore a bit more in terms of where it can take you in the next part of your life is what she calls lightning strike moments. She got the idea from a book by Bruce Feiler called Life is in the Transitions, in which he talks about life quakes. These are the moments that you don't recognize when you're in them. But when you look back over the events, you can see that a change happened, that your life moved in a different direction than it had been going. And that's how you made your way to where you are now, through a series of life quakes or lightning strike moments. When you stop and look back over your life, Can you identify any of those moments? Maybe a time when you were struggling at work, totally fed up with the way things were going, and you blew up at your boss and got fired. Or maybe you didn't do anything wrong at all, but you got laid off anyway for some reason. That's not too much of a stretch right now, is it? Many people have lost their jobs over the past year as a result of the pandemic. Up close and personal, where we are right now, it doesn't look good. But when we come out the other side of this period and we get our lives back on track, I think many people will have discovered that the new track they're on is better than the one they were on pre-COVID. And that's what I want to focus on. The theme of this podcast of preparing for life beyond retirement has been amplified by the pandemic, I think. A lot of you may have found yourselves retired prematurely. I know I've talked to a lot of people who have retired in this past year, either forced out because of layoffs or simply having chosen to leave early because of the current employment landscape. Many people have also found that there are new opportunities online, with the number of brick-and-mortar businesses being shut down temporarily or permanently. People are turning to online shopping in record-breaking numbers. Starting an online business isn't really that difficult. 
Teenagers are doing it. Seniors are doing it. Why not you too? Okay, maybe you're not really interested in having your own business. Many people aren't, and that's okay. Not everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur. But an online presence doesn't necessarily have to be for making money. Look at the number of Pinterest boards out there and the number of Facebook pages devoted to people's hobbies, from crocheting and knitting to gardening and fly fishing, from online book clubs to classic car restoration. Anything at all can be found online. So what are you interested in? Have you left behind some hobby for a few years because you've been working? Now's a great time to pick it up again. Start checking out what others are doing, getting some ideas for what you'd like to do. Share some of your ideas the way you see them shared on various platforms. Maybe you have grandkids that you can't visit right now because of COVID restrictions. What about creating a YouTube channel and recording yourself reading stories to them? Or telling stories about your family that they can watch either now or later if they're too young now? The point I'm trying to make is that there are so many things you can do besides work. And you don't have to just sit and be bored because you don't have a job anymore. Make a list of the kind of activities you like to do. I know. (laughs) I'm forever saying, make a list, aren't I? My family laughs at me because I make lists for everything. I mean, of course, for shopping. But I also make lists of movies I've seen and movies I want to see because I forget which ones I've watched and I don't want to spend too much time re-watching those until I've uh, at least watched all the other ones. I also make lists of books I've bought but haven't read yet. Actually, to be honest, I have a photo of the stack of books that I'm planning to read because I don't want to make the mistake of buying them twice Um, because, yeah, I've done that a few times. At least it shows I'm still interested in the books, right? My point is, stir up your imagination a bit by jotting down some of the things you'd like to do. Maybe you want to learn a new language or visit a specific country. Start listing what you want to see in that country. Finding your passion can take some time. Good news? After retirement, you've got all the time. You'll soon find that you've got so many things to do that you're probably looking for a break instead of lamenting about being retired and bored. And after you figure out what you like to do, start doing it and letting people know that you're doing it. You might just discover that someone is looking for your expertise in whatever it is, be it crocheting or bass fishing or whatever. And that's where the fun starts, when your passion can make you some money. Making money isn't the be-all and end-all, of course, and that's not what I'm trying to say. But having a little extra cash at any point in life isn't going to hurt, right? Maybe you'll discover another passion is helping out nonprofits, and that extra money can go there. Whatever you discover, your life is going to be so much richer because of it, and your third act will be the most satisfying part of your life. And that's the goal. And that leads me into my current activities, which fit into the category of finding my passion. A lot of people have asked me why I bother doing these various activities when I have a good job that's going to give me a decent pension. They don't understand what's pulling me. So I thought I'd take a couple of minutes now and see if I can explain it. I've had a good job all my adult life, and I'm ready for retirement, as many of you know. I could just quit working, see what happens with life, but that's not what I want to do. I really want to make the most of the years I have left, however many that might be, and if I can judge by my ancestors before me, there's going to be some longevity there. Simply put, I want to be able to do what I want, when I want, 
without worrying about the repercussions of any spending that might be involved. I want to have the best life possible and give my family the best life possible. That might sound selfish or something, but it isn't meant to. I think it's important for everyone to strive to be the best they can be and to do the best they can do. I want to make a difference in my community. I want our local food bank to never run out of food. I want people to have warm clothes when they need them. I also want to travel and I want to live somewhere warm. I don't want to go somewhere and just bask in the lower cost of living. I want to make a difference. And all of those things cost money. I don't want tons of money for me. I'm doing fine as it is. But I'm working hard to reach an income level that will allow me the freedom to give back in ways I can only dream of doing right now. And I've recently got involved in a business that's helping people get healthier every day and allowing them to enjoy life more. I can't wait to share it with anybody who's interested. With the situation the way it is in the world today, so many things are uncertain. Our health, our jobs, our futures. I think it's fabulous to have found something that can help us rise above all of these worries and build a secure future. I guess I'm going to end there for today. Make sure you come back next week. I'm going to be talking to Mary McCartney, and you're not going to want to miss this episode. Her big message to everyone, don't die before you're dead. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.